welcome to another episode of Rec Review. My name is Chiamaka and I am your host. I also do not host Super Girl. So, um, today I decided that I wanted to read, for today's episode I decided I wanted to read an excerpt. I was going to read Homegoing, so I'm currently reading three books. The first woman, oh no, these are four. The first woman, um, Homegoing by Yagiasi, um, The Hundred Worlds of Shalaga, I'm starting, and then this book, highly, highly recommended by Amin. It's called Butter, Honey, Cake, Bread. <laughs> that is a very funny title, to be honest. Very funny too. So I was going to read Homegoing, but I said, nah, let's read this one because Homegoing has a similar, somewhat similar um, thing going on with um, the first woman. So I just want to do something different. And having seen Amin's post, and she highly, like, she totally recommends. And the thing is, there are some people that when they recommend a book for you, you have no choice but to pick it up. Trust me. Like, you have no damn choice but to pick it up. And so I decided that I wanted to read. I'm going to I'm going to read excerpts from it. Um I am already about 14 21% in reading. I'm reading on my Kindle. I purchased it from Amazon, that's a Kindle store rather, for um $869. It was I'm on Kindle Unlimited, so the price is slashed. That's like, I'm supposed to be on a book buying ban. <laughs> but what am I to I'm buying a book. But anyway, that's it. That's 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 what I mean does to me. Yeah, so um, I bought it on Kindle store. Um, the Kindle price is $869. And um, so far, so good. It's actually really going good. I was supposed to body read with Shella. <laughs> But I don't know this kind of body reader that leaves the person she's reading with and finishes the book. I don't know. But yeah, that's how much, that's how good the book is. I mean, so far so good. I really do not like one character. But yeah, let's see how it goes and let's see how everything, everything turns out. Okay, so, um, butter, honey, cake, bread, means, is it was or is? The author of the book is Francesca, or Fran, yeah, Francesca Equiasi, Equiasi, from Nigeria, actually, and it was published in 2019, I think, uh, yeah, I think it was published in 2019. No, 2020 by um, Arsenal Paul Press. And um, I'm just going to read. Okay, so it's a lit- literary um, fiction and it has um, LGBTQ. So I'm just going to read um, the blurb and 
then read my excerpts from it. So, description. Spun in three continents, butter, honey, pig bread, tells the interconnected stories of three Nigerian women, Cambri Nachi and her twin daughters, Kennedy and Tai. Cambri Nachi believes that she's an Obanji, or an Adiku, a non-human spirit that plagues the family with misfortune for being born and then dying in childhood to cost a human mother misery. She has made the unnatural choice of staying alive to love her human family or lives in the fear of the consequences of her decisions. Cambrian Achi and her two daughters become estranged from one another because of a trauma that Kendi experiences in childhood, which leads her to move away and cut off all contact. She ultimately finds her path as an artist and seeks to raise a family of her own, despite her fear that she won't be a good mother. Meanwhile, Tai is plagued by guilt for what her sister suffered and also runs away, attempting to fill the void of that lost relationship with casual flings with women. She eventually discovers a way out of her stifling loneliness through a passion for food and cooking. But now, after more than a decade of living apart, Tai and Kendi have returned home to Lagos. It is here that the three women must face each other and address the wounds of a past if they are to reconcile and move forward. For readers of African diasporic authors such as Teju Ko and Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie, Butter Honey Pea Bread is a story of choices and their consequences of motherhood, of the malleable line between the spirit and the mind, of finding new homes and mending old ones, of ferocious appetites, of queer love, of friendship, faith, and above all, family. So, spanning three continents, first of all, I think this falls into one prompt um, from the Something Bookish Reading Challenge. And that would be a, a book that takes place in multiple countries. Yeah, that's that's one prompt prompt it can fit into. And I like the name. I like Cambrinachi. Cambrinachi means let me decide in God. It's it's there's something about the name, like putting your trust in God, let me place my head on God. It really just I don't know. I like there are some evil names that are very um very beautiful. And I have never, I don't think I have heard Kambirinachi. So I heard, I saw the name and I just smiled. It made me, I loved it. And then I like the fact that it has cooking. And this is, it can fit into the prompt in the Something Bookish Reading Challenge as well. Um, a book on something that interests me. So um, food, I like to cook. So yeah, it's not majorly on food and cooking, but I like the fact that it ties it into it. Um, Tai is a cook, obviously, from a grub. And from what I've read, I've, I've been highlighting all of her cooking explanations. I like the way it is. I like the way it goes. So I'm going to read an excerpt. I'm going to read Tai. So it's written in all three of them's POV. Cambrina, Chi, um, Tai, and Kaindi. So I'm going to read um, Tai's POV. And I hope you guys enjoy.
I will still preach you know, on Alex. And then I have work and then I have, I don't call it school. Yeah, it's like school in quotes. So it's been really stressful, but it's fun. It's been fun. It's helping my business. Okay. I feel like I should get a drink. But no. Next week I will do that. So. Hey girls. Hi. Home from the airport. Tai retreated to the kitchen to let mommy, Kendi and Farouk embrace. Things felt a, a bit tense. A bit like all the sweetness of a trick. And a rage would rise up soon enough. Though their mother's rage hadn't reared its head since Tai had been home. In the kitchen, Tai checked on the brown pieces of curry chicken roasting on a tray in the oven, realizing she had forgotten to stop by Falomo Market to buy tinned tomatoes. She decided to make do whatever was in the cupboard, maybe palm oil, maybe crayfish, maybe some ephraim, perfect for minty jollof actually. Rummaging through the cupboards brought to mind a former lover, Casey, with whom jollof rice had been a topic of heated contention. Casey was a stubborn woman from the Cape Coast, Ghana, whose hedonistic hunger matched Tai's near perfectly. Not matched Tai's near perfectly. Their perversions complemented each other's gorgeously. They dated one stunning London summer and allowed, allowed things to peter out in early autumn when Casey went back to school in Leeds. Dated, in quotes, is a bit of an overstatement. They had slept together frequently for four months. But for Casey, it was entirely physical. In her words, she wasn't a lesbian or anything. She had just been bored with men, and Ty was convincing her advances. Though it was she who came on to Tai. But Tai wasn't concerned with the details. Their ridiculous chemistry had been enough for her. There had been many Nigerian jollof versus Ghanaian jollof arguments, but Casey despised cooking and could never defend her claim, so Tai always won. Former lovers aside, this is how you make minty jollof or in epic, ewe gedesi. Because you forgot to buy tin tomatoes, or you promised your family jollof rice. Everyone knows that you do not casually break promises of jollof rice and survive on scarfed to tell the tale. You will need two cups of rice, preferably long grain white rice, or really any type of rice will do. You will also need a quarter cup of palm oil, some smoked fish, a jar some would be your best bet, one large onion, a large cup of dried prawns, ground pepper, two tablespoons of ground dried crayfish, one tablespoon of pureed tomato, a small bunch of chopped aphane, half a tablespoon of salt, and a cup of beef stock or two bouillon cubes. So let me quickly state that aphane is actually set leaf, uh, what people call mint leaves. I think that's the word, yeah, mint leaves. Okay. Tai washed and set the rice to boil until it was nearly fully cooked. She poured the palm oil into a hot pan and let it soak and settle before adding the sliced onions. 
She added the tomato and pepper peel, the crayfish, the smoked fish, the bouillon cubes and some water. Then she put the lid on the pot and let the stew bubble and reduce. The aroma end, the depth of flavour that crayfish the depth of flavor that crayfish adds to any dish is incredible. Tai checked on the chicken again and turned the oven off. Hambering and she shuffled into the kitchen. Her soft feet muffled her steps, but Tai knew her mother's smell. So, Madam Chef, Hambering and she said, perching herself on the edge of the counter. Did I do well with the chicken? You did well, Ma. Tai smiled and turned to wash her hands. I'm sure your brother-in-law is handsome under that bruise she has on his face. Do you think that is his normal look? Cambrina, she tried to appear somber, but the smile in her voice pulled her away. Tai burst out laughing and doubled over at the sink. You know what? I have no idea, but I beg, don't ask him that. Well, I'm just wondering what kind of charm he has if that's what he's carrying on his face. Mommy, oh my god, mommy. Oh my god, mommy. Anyway, I hope he eats normal food. I'm sure he eats normal food. I don't know. Hambrina, she raised her shoulders and spread her palms up as if in surrender. Is it not a rainbow? He might be one of those fuzzy eaters with all the allergies and special diets. Or am I wrong? I don't know for you. Eh? What if he's a vegetarian? Tai thought for a moment. There's a four in the freezer. I'll cook it without meat. Okay, I just can't believe you haven't met him before. Cambrina, she was being troublesome. All that time you were in Canada, I thought you went there so you could be closer, so you two could be closer. We were in different provinces, mommy. It's a big country. Tai hadn't meant to sound derisive, der derisive, but that was the tone her words took. She began pouring the rice into the simmering stew. I was about to apologize when Kenji walked in. The small talk that followed felt odd to Tai. There was so much else to say, so much catching up to do. But then they were decided they would leave Musa. This is how you meet Musa, with your sister on the day she returns home. You are happy to occupy yourself with this task, as it keeps you from asking if you read the letters you wrote over the years but never intended to send. You will need the following ingredients, several overripe plantains, six heaping tablespoons of flour, four teaspoons of fast-acting yeast, a quarter cup of warm water, atarado peppers to your heat preference, a tablespoon of salt, and vegetable oil for frying. First things first, you will have to activate the yeast. You can do this while failing to share with your sister the fact that Banker took it upon herself without your consent or any sense of boundaries whatsoever to mail the shoebox full of letters that you have poured yourself into without no intention of sharing ever ever. Tai had never spoken to anyone with as much loathing as she did to Banker after the girl presented her with the meaning slip like it was a gift. Second, step aside to keep from, ah, from getting mushy plantain splatter on your kaftan as your sister enthusiastically mashes the plantains in a bowl. 
Third, add the salt as your mother sifts the flour into a large stainless steel bowl. Fourth, let your sister add the yeast solution and mashed plantain to the bowl of flour as she seems the most excited of all three of you about this Musa situation. Fifth, cover the bowl and let the mixture rest for 10 to 15 minutes. Golden sun pour through the open windows, making bright swaths on the counter around which the women lingered, waiting for the Musa butter to rise and the rice to cook through. Kandri Nachi interrogated Kendi about Farouk, Ntai continued to wonder about the letters. The question danced on the tip of her tongue. But how would she ask? Are you going to ask Tai? Or are you just going to carry on torturing yourself? She didn't want it to matter so much, but it did. Time had done what it does. That feral, desperate loneliness that led her to begin writing them had shifted. It had shifted her. Such a dreamer. Cambrina she interrupted Tai's thoughts with a teasing. She and Kendi looked at her with identical expressions of amusement. Where has Tai gone now? her mother asked. I'm here, Tai smiled, and ran a finger over the scar on her chin. Sorry. She stood up. Let's check on the butter. Tai filled a ceramic serving plate with rice and chicken and a small bowl with musa and handed them to her son from the kitchen window. Nagode Kita, he said, the words finding their way out finding their way out through barely parted lips. No wahala. Tai imagined it was the smell of the food that roused Farouk from sleep. He had changed into a faded blue t shirt and jeans cuffed just below his knees. The droplets of water trapped in his beard told Tai that he had attempted to wring the soup off his face. His eyes searched for Kendi as he descended his stairs. He planted a kiss on her forehead and looking at the spread on dining table exclaimed, What a feast! The four of them sat at a round glass table, set with raffia placemats and cutlery wrapped in batik napkins. Hmm, these were cool. Tai flitted in and out of the kitchen with trays after trays of dishes to be shared. Rice bejeweled with large pieces of smoked fish, crayfish, and aromatic ethene, gorgeously browned chicken, small bowls of mosa, and that obscenely decadent chocolate cake. Far more food than the four of them could reasonable cons- reasonably consume in one eating. I swear, I already picture myself eating all of this. Anyways, looking unabashedly at Tai's face, in her eyes, Farouk said, you're identical, yeah? His eyes darted from Tai to Kendi. But you look so different. His slight lips endeared him to her, made his beauty less intimidating. She found him beautiful in the same way that she did the pearlescent life-size marble sculpture of the Virgin Mary at the side entrance of the Palomo Catholic Church. The statue was gorgeous to see and easy to hear, but never open to touch quite the opposite of her typical instinct upon seeing a beautiful thing, a beautiful person. It's the scars that Tai said, averting her eyes from Farouk's intense gaze. That was it. She found him intense. You're acting as if you've never met twins before, Kindly said, slapping his arm. Stop embarrassing me, Jai. No, it's not that, Farouk said, 
Maybe because they're different people, Cambrian Achieve offered a false innocence. Farouk caught on and snapped. Ah, I don't know what sort of magic you women have. Maybe it's because I'm fatter, Kendi said and rolled her eyes. Oh, darling, why would that matter? Cambrian Achieve cooed. It seemed to matter a lot when we were small. Kendi's tone was cold and you loved pointing it out. Kiki, I'm your mother. It's my, it's my divine right to tease my children. As she served herself a generous, a generous slice of cake, Cambrian as she added, Anyway, a bit of fat never killed anyone. Your sister loaded this with butter. She ate a large pork full and moaned dramatically. Candy looked away. Babe, you're perfect, Farouk offered, an attempt at easing the sudden tension. Then silence but for the scraping of cutlery on dishes. Taye got up and walked to the corner of the living room where old movies on VHS and VCDs and music on cassette CDs and vinyl were stacked against the wall in precarious towers. I found Popsy's records, she said quietly, slipping a shiny dark, a shiny black bit from its dusty sheath. Moments after the needle dropped, the fluid voices of the Lijade sisters gliding over a mellow bar of a song amiable through the room. Remember this? Harry asked. Candy nodded, a faint smile easing the tightness of her face. Yes. And that's all I can read for today. I really do hope that this actually pushes people to want to read this book. I think the book is really good. And if anybody knows anyone in Arsenal called Press, I'd like to do narrates this book. If it doesn't have an audiobook, wait, let me check. I'm sure does it have an audiobook? I don't know if it has an audiobook. It doesn't have an audiobook. I would really like to narrate this. Anyways, that is Thai's POV. Um I like this. I like the book. I like that it is really interesting. I like the food. I mean, I love the food. I have highlighted a lot of recipes, and like the first few page, um, chapters I've gone through. Um, obviously, I've highlighted. I highlighted the chocolate cake recipe. Like my God, it has a caramel topping. I've never tried caramel. <laughs> my God, English is hard. I have never tried caramel topping before. I never tried to make, but. I'm thinking I would do that. I'll try to make and see how it goes. Um, yeah. So this is. I don't even know. The book is nice, honestly. It's nice. If you can't take my word for it, take Amin's word for it, take Shella's word for it. Like, it's really nice, and I think it's promising. Really, it's promising. It's different from our. Um, usual chino achibe chimamanda and the rest and i'm glad that a lot of nigerian writers are coming up and writing more and you know giving us more than what what we know already than the people we already know already i mean no offense to these people we already know um we they are they are actually good but let new ones come up yeah so, oh, there's already a there's an audiobook already for for it. 
sad kind of love scenarios. It's, I don't know, who knows? Um, <laughs> let me know what you guys think. Are you going to read this book? Are you going to not read it? Um, let me know what you're reading. I'm, like I said, I'm reading four books. I can't wait to finish. I'm almost, well, I'm not almost done, but the first woman is a fast read. Um, as well as um, Butter, Honey, Sweet Bread. Homegoing is quite slow, actually. The fonts are tiny. I mean, tiny. I don't know what these people say in tiny fonts. The fonts are tiny, but it's not so much of a slow read. I haven't started. I'm about to start 100 Words of Shalaga. I put Ace of Spades on him because I'm attending classes for business class sort of creative business class and i can't believe myself i'm putting show like this so i am putting that on hold um oh yeah i started a reading journal and I, it, it's, it's so weird because these are things i never did i just know that and i don't know i'm oh i'm excited doing it is that making too weird anyways i started a reading journal and i went on a little buying spree and bought some pretty sticky notes and some gel pens <laughs> oh my god i never did these things as a teenager and i'm doing them now but i always loved color coding so i like to buy um a lot of color code um colored pens you know but we're always restricted to the red green blue and black is only the rich kids that had other colors you know when they go on vacation and come back they come with pink they come with purple all that stuff so yeah i have these things and i'm just okay guys i'm going to wrap up now and i hope you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend have fun read more um, let me know what you guys are reading and till my next oh wait I never welcomed new readers so if it's your first time listening I said reader sorry listeners if it's your first time listening to this podcast you are totally welcome take a seat grab your favorite drink and come back again if, is, if you are an OG returning, you know I have my love for you. Thank you so much. Please share, 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 you know, share the loving sharing. Share this podcast. Um, is it subscribe? Yeah, subscribe, follow on my social media, Instagram, Twitter. I have a blog too. Yeah, I've not posted any review in a long time. But yeah. Uh, I swear I'm feeling so off, but till my next episode, guys, and that's going to be next Friday, obviously. And I think I will then give a feedback of how I I feel about this podcast because, like I said in my first episode, it's like this year is just for taking it, starting things. If they don't turn out great, well, who knows? If they turn out great. We'll try to keep churning out content. I hope you guys love this. I hope you guys read this book. Um, adios. <laughs>